Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A competition to see who can be the first to ascend the summit of K8 in less than three days draws competitors from all over. However, one of the contestants is more than willing to let the others find out the hard way that it's a long way down. Join Becker, Craig and Tillman in Joaquin's slasher flick scenario of mischief, mystery and the motivational songs of Brian Brulé. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Twin Cities by Night to stay up to date with our releases and to join our Discord chat. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Well, you two are busy desecrating the remains of the Freeman's Expedition. I'll say the other group catches up just so we're all in one place. And so you, 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 you find the <laughs> find the skeleton pointing into the cave, and then you see you know, a lot of broken bones lying around for some reason. Birdie has totally been leading the way. He like runs up to the cave and he does that points with his nose with the leg up, and he's like, "Hmm, in there. What's going on, Bernie?" What's in there, Bernie? We walk in to see. All right. You see Daniel crouched over with like broken bones in his hand, just talking to the camera. See, you the know, best Heidi, technique is a little dry. What are your reactions to that, please? <laughs> any, any reactions? Heidi just walks in, sees that wide eyed, and like slowly steps back out the cave. Roland probably didn't see it because he was behind her and he was like, Heidi, you know, I just now realized I forgot the medical equipment at the camp and it's probably gone in the fire. We're completely helpless now. No, we're not completely helpless. We just have to trust in our spirits and we'll make it up this mountain. Why didn't you go into the cave? Why did you come out? I I think there's uh, things that would um, offend your medical expertise. So we're just going to avoid this cave. You mean people need help in there? No. I mean, no. I mean, I have to check it out. I am, after all, a doctor. Sean, a point for that? And he walks in. Okay. So you walk in and you see... (laughs) The same thing again. Yes. Uh, Sir, is everything uh, in order? Uh, Yes. Sorry, it's just a little dry in here. Uh, Yes, um, young young lady lost her. Um, well, she lost something. I lost We're my just... medicine, and she's like Brianna's in the middle of one of the packs, like trying to look for stuff, seeing if she could find any more medicine. That makes two of uh, two of us. I lost the complete medical supply in the camp when it all went up in a fire. No way! Hey, maybe they got some stuff in these crates here. I will you say mean... you open up the crates and you see like old things, maybe like laudanum, opium. You know, <laughs> oh, you know she's like pocketing the opium. It was a couple of crates oh, of morphine. Here, do you, do you need some of this? And she she hands you some of the morphine. Uh, uh yeah. In uh, a very drastic scenario, this could definitely come uh, in handy. Yes. Da 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 da. You now have several decades old morphine files. We uh, I I don't know if we should use this. It is probably not a steroid anymore. I could sterilize it. I believe we need um, 
clean syringes and I'm not trusting this uh, dirty crate right here that is, oh my God, why, is there, why are there so many bones around here? That is an excellent question. Uh, say, if, if you want to look, you can give me a brain check to see if you can look around for any clues. You see Bernie's yeah, so, picking up some of the bones and he starts chewing on himself. As I am a doctor, I can probably deduce why these people are all dead up in here. Do I get actually the positive doctor for my brain's role? Yes, I do. You do, yes. Pair eights. Or pair twos, sorry. I have a pair of fives. Eddie has a pair of threes and Brianna has a pair of twos. All right, so Tillman gets the highs with a pair of fives. And so he looks around and he finds an old journal. And so he look, look, reads the journal and he finds it, it's in the... He finds it, luckily it's in... What language would it be in? Let's say German. Eastern European. Uh, Roland Herman in died. Deutschland studiert, er kann das. Okay, sure. Roland can read it. Excellent. And so you read it and it says like it's, there was an expedition way back when, way back in the 30s, to try and find there was some kind of legend of like some kind of treasure or something that could give you the strength of the mountain or something if you found it and kept it for yourself or something. It's, they found it's unclear and then they found that, you know, they said something about finding it. They don't really make a description of what it is exactly, but they say like, you know, they found it, but... It only worked for like one person at a time, and so they eventually fought amongst each other for it. I was saying, as you look at the bodies, you can definitely see like some of them are like holes in their skulls and what. And unfortunately, the rest of them are t- the ones that haven't broken open for the marrow. You definitely said like there was some fighting amongst them. Right. So it says here, and I guess these people tried to find it that there is some kind of treasure as um, a. Schatz, der dir die Kraft gibt, Berge zu versetzen. Um, the, the treasure that gives you power to move the mountains. Well, that treasure right there could definitely move a mountain, pointing at all the narcotics. As you Again. see, like, Brianna's already, like, she pulled off one of the morphine caps and is, like, getting ready to take a big swig from it. That's probably old German military supplies. I'm not sure where you should use that. It's at least <laughs> decades old. Exactly, yes. It's <clears throat> decades old. I think these people have been shot. <coughs> There's holes in these uh, these skulls over here. No wonder we couldn't find any of the brains. I mean, cracky. No wonder we couldn't find any brains. Yeah, after <clears throat> decades, that isn't really surprising, honestly. That's why it tastes so dry. And with that, we're going to cut back to Marie, who saw the skull and just went on right past it to wake away up the mountain. Yeah, she's just powering through this. Uh, she feels very bad about herself that she slept in. And uh, now she, uh, she believes fully that there's still, there still people at, ahead of her. She, so she's just giving it her all. And in her head, she's chanting, Oh God, please, Herman, forgive me. Please, Herman. I'm trying to give all my best. Your best. You're in second place at best. Wow, even from the grave, he's still just a jerk. No other point for that, I'm afraid. And so, Marie, give me a, another climb check, which will just be brawn. All right, pair of threes, that's enough. Oh, yeah, you, you get up and you see, like, you, definitely, you can see the peak off the distance. You definitely see, like, if you go keep going, you might make it, like, after the sun's gone down a little bit, but it'll be night by the time you get there. Yeah, she's powering through this. She won't stop. She, she's not sure if she's actually ahead of the group right now. 
All right, so we're going to cut back to the group in the uh, old uh, exposition cave. So what are all of you doing? Do you keep investigating and looting the place, or do you actually start you know, climbing, resuming the climb? Brianna will, having pocketed some of the old vials of name drug here, will be like, I got I to gotta make it back up to the rest of the mountain. Got to make Brian proud. <laughs> okay. So you, you take off like a, like a lightning bolt, and what does Heidi do? Roland, I mean, should we be super concerned that there's holes in their heads? Well, I'm not seeing any guns yet, so I don't know. Okay. And what do you make of this uh, moving the mountains thing? Honestly, it just sounds like some stupid fairy tale. My guess is they got really, really high on these really dangerous drugs and then freaked out and shot themselves. But the guns are missing. So maybe they got stolen and the people didn't know that this, all these drugs here were for fortune? Maybe. Who knows? Okay. So you, after lingering for a bit, you then proceed to go on after, uh, you know, Brianna? Yeah, I think so. Daniel would have probably went with Brianna. Okay, so there's Marie in the lead, then Daniel and Brianna, and then bringing the readers, Roland and Heidi and Bernie. Marie, way off in the lead. I'll say as you climb... You'll climb up, and after that, you you look, and you see like an old plane that it crashed, just embedded into the side of the mountain. It, like it's overgrown, like you know, trees and moss growing all over. It's look, it's been there for years. How do you react to that, Marie? Um, so is it in my way? Yes. Ah, shit! Another hurdle, but I will make it. And she will try to climb the plane using the uh, the overgrowth as uh, footholds and. All right, so as you're going along, you find that, you know, you have to actually go out along the wing of it, which uh, hangs out over, hangs out over, thi- over open air as you get it around the foliage because uh, it, like, it has like a small rock slide at some point, so it's blocking the path through it directly. So you have to sort of like go out onto the wing and then sort of like crawl over up back onto the mountain trail. No problem. She's trained in uh, walking a tightrope, so she will just climb on there and blitz past the wing uh, across the the air gap absolutely no issue for her whatsoever she probably okay. grins to herself that the others are failing at this point and she will make make it way ahead okay so now we're going to cut to daniel and brianna as you also come make your way up here and come across this this plane wreckage cracky how that get up there that's one lost bugger that's so cool it must have you know just decided to take a nap here She'll she'll run up to the plane. Danny will follow afterwards. All right, so you two go, approach, but since there are two of you this time, you know you hear that the metal of the plane sort of like creak a little bit as the uh, weight, you know, as it disrupts the uh, qu- equilibrium. Oh yeah, and Brianna's not being anywhere near careful at all. She's just making very bad steps right now. Um, and in fact, she'll actually trip and fall down on the plane and kind of like make it turn like, sideways. Even more. Yeah, jiggle even more. So yeah, as you trip and fall, like the whole thing shakes, and you definitely see, like, yeah, you know that, that if you you notice that if you when you go out to the if you step out onto the wing, it's definitely way more unstable than it was before. That plane's an angry bugger now. You're really pissing off by tripping. <laughs> Sean, no point for that. So now, if you want to get across the gap and make it, you have to give me a uh, finesse check. How far is this gap um, between the plane and the other side? I'll say it's about like four feet. 
you know, if it was like on solid land, it'd be no problem just jumping it. But since it's on unstable wing, it's dangerous. I mean, I have to do it now. What is that, a finesse or brawn? Actually, I'll say brawn for this. If it was, you know, we'll have to swing across it and it'd be a finesse. But since you're just jumping, yes, it's brawn. Totally using surviving falls on this. That will count, yes. She does not want to die. Brianna is, like, making her way, and she keeps tripping as she's, <laughs> like, going across the plane. And she's, like, trying to, like, drag, drag herself back up and across it, and she just keeps tripping, but eventually she makes it across. Daniel had a full house, so he does his best Laura Croft impersonation and leaps off the edge and, like, digs into the uh, side with a, a pickaxe that he has and just, like, rides it until it stops. Okay, yeah, that, that's enough. I'll, you get a general point for that. You were lucky as will be. As Brianna gets across the side, she's like, this is time for a victory song. And she starts belting out, I survived. We made it across the cavern. Or, <laughs> I can't think. So she's just like belting out this really loud song. That's not a point for that. So yeah, you both make a way. You've made it across. And now we're going to cut to the final pair of Roland and Heidi as you come across the uh, now unstable plane wreckage. So Heidi, Roland, you come up there and you see like, you know, this plane, like you simply see like sort of cr- it tilts a little bit in the wind. As you just, you see, you have to get across it. And, you know, Bernie, you know, if he makes it across the end of the wing, he'll probably just runs out, hoot, and leaps over, and then he's fine on the other side. It's how many genre points to say that I have something? Uh, four genre points to say that I have this. I have three. Quick, roleplay, maybe give it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, man, like, I know I left most of my camping gear and the avalanche and the fire, but I managed to have this really sturdy rope that's been tied to my belt this whole time. Yeah, we've been working. Is it? That's your, it is your belt. Oh, it is my belt. So I'll like I'll take it off, and you know it's like only this long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, here you take the other end, Roland, and we'll make it across this. You, you know, if, you, if oh, I I've fall, got, you'll I've got catch. A great idea! I have my belt right here, and we can like connect them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a summary point to you right there, Tillman. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. So now you have you know a, a, a belt and a piece of rope tied together. So, yeah, basically, if you want, I will say that the one person would have to make it. If one person gets across, then the other person will get like a bonus to make it across. But still, someone has to make the jump first. Okay, being bored, the the hiker Heidi will go ahead and give it a try. Make that brawn roll. I got the lights. And this is your primary character, right? It is, yes. Okay, good. Because if you tried, if this had been Brianna, then that one would have taken away your your uh, oh, match. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you make it across, and then you, you just like you swing the belt rope over to him. He grabs it, and then you just sort of like, I'll give you a bonus die for this Tillman to make it across. Okay, Roland is uh, unsteady on this plane and looks at uh, Heidi, unsure of uh, whether he will make it. Are you sure this is safe? Nothing is certain in life. You just gotta stay low and uh, keep positive. That's a You'll make point. it across. Uh, okay, I guess I have nothing better to do. And yeah, he jumps for it. Okay, roll it. <laughs> he does not make it. No matches. Okay, so yeah, you 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 sw- you, you leap and you swing, but then the you know, the point where the belt and the rope uh, tied together so comes undone. You so like you hit the side of the wall. You bounce off. Then you fall. What are your last words? 
Please call 911. <laughs> okay, that's a genre point. On top of your two for the dead character. Heidi will sit at the edge of the crevasse and go, Roland, no! That's a genre point just for the no! So with that, the uh, you know the plane tips over, right, falls down after uh, Roland, and there's just, there's this tremendous crashing sound of you know metal and scraping against rock, echoing all throughout the mountain. So Marie, you hear that sound way off in the distance. What do you do? This is a really loud sound, so I think this time she will turn and look. And I will say you you see off in the distance, see like a the plane falling down off the mountainside. She grins to herself. This is uh, my victory. This means they can't have made it across. And right as you say that, I'll say you hear a gunshot ring out. And uh, you see like this old, old man coming running towards like, uh, like uh, furs and a big old straggly beard. Come Herman? Running. And she starts running again. Because <laughs> this reminds her of the training methods of her, of her coach. So, but do you run towards him or away from him? Because he's like, he's like come further up the path. Oh, that's bad. Well, she runs towards him and she runs so fast that he can't hit her. All right. Give me a finesse check to see if you can actually manage to do that. Because she had this training uh, method where Herman had to run through the rain without getting hit by raindrops. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want me to roll again? Finesse. Okay. No, you get a genre point for that. Just run through the rain without getting wet. <laughs> uh, do my athletics count positive? Yes. Oh boy, no pairs. <laughs> so yeah, he shoots you. He shoots at you, but then I'll wait. Is it your uh, primary character? Yes. All right. So you're down to zero survival points, but I'll say like, yeah, you know, he shoots at you, but that's enough to make you stop running just because you're like, gets off right near your face, and he's right next to you. He's yelling at you in, like, old German. Ah, you shot me in my gold medal that I always wear. <laughs> and she, like, pulls it out of, her, out of her shirt. And it caught the bullet somehow. You're not getting my treasure. No, no, I, they thought, they thought, no, it's all mine. It's all mine. Is still German? Yes, yeah, so he's yelling at this. Do you, does the character understand that? I don't know. Maybe? Roll brains. So yeah, roll brains to see if she understands German. She is somewhat oblivious. <laughs> that yeah, that will uh, I'm afraid that will count. Yeah, no matter. So yeah, he's just he just sort of like gestures at you with a gun. He just continues yelling at you in German. So then he just sort of like makes gestures you to go up, and he sort of like leads you off towards the cabin. Um, like you know, she's, she's like uh, no comprende, no comprende, and moves past him. <laughs> so he like leads you to like this old like a like a cabin. Not really a cabin. It's more like a. Like it was like bits of wood post put over and bits of metal put over like a, the entrance to a cave. Uh, is he threatening me to go in there? Yeah, he's like just just for you to go inside. Okay, so Marie definitely has her hands in the air and is like uh, following his gestures. She she doesn't understand what he's saying. But all right, so then once you get inside, he like closes the door behind you and locks it. So and then he goes back down to wait for the others. He leaves you there into the cave. Ah. That's some terrible trick to keep me from winning. But a good thing I have this collapsible hand axe with me. <laughs> collapsible <laughs> hand axe? I spent four drama points, uh, genre points, 
and I pull out this this foldable axe and uh, hack down on the wooden door. Okay, we're gonna cut away from you, and then we're gonna cut to Brianna and Daniel. So yeah, Brianna, Daniel, you're working your way up. You know, you're going along. It's about like you know in the afternoon, late in the afternoon by this point. Way off, this is the su- the skies are turn a little bit orangish, and uh, then you get up there and you see like this old man, you know, again yelling at you, just like with the old like you know Luger in his hands. Hark! It's it's one of them forest bears that can use guns. <laughs> we mean you no harm, bear. <laughs> Here, see if he wants one of these. She she uncorks one of the bottles and hands it to Danger. Daniel Danger Danger. Uh, so um, then, so then the man's like, I he did like gestures to give it to him. Uh, I hand him the bottle. He just he just gulps it down like a, a thing of water. I just like, just it's like, Daka Duncan, and then he just like gestures at you with a gun. Just like move, just as far as you move. Oh my gosh, that bear talks. That's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. We should follow him. Are you getting this on camera? Yes. She okay. like we'll pull the GoPro out from somewhere. <laughs> um, okay. Daniel, Daniel's gonna follow him, but then turn around and face um, the camera's like, "All right, we're gonna follow this for- Luger wielding uh, forest bear to his his home. It's really gonna make him mad when we spring the trap on him." <laughs> Wait, what trap? <laughs> And he'll turn around and uh, follow the the man in furs. So yeah, he leads you back over to like the uh, mention, places I mentioned earlier, the uh, cave with like a you know like a almost like a doorway put onto it, where you see hear like a faint sound of like wood being cracked open. That is the unmistakable sound of the mother bear's cubs. Now, usually mother bears aren't aren't agitated unless you buy her cubs. Let's see if we can really rile her up, huh? And Daniel will throw open the, the wooden uh, door that's over the cave. Okay, give me a finesse to see if you can dodge the axe that's about to hit you in the head. Yeah, that's two pairs there. That's enough, yeah. You just, you just like, you know, Marie is like, Hoo! she swings the axe down on the you know, on the door, and then you just dodge out of the way of the axe. And then you know, the old man sees sees Marie with the axe in the hand. He just like, you can't stop me! Yeah! <laughs> oh crikey this one's really wound up and uh daniel will throw open the door and um take the bottle um open it up and like spray it all over maria <laughs> so, so, wait so maria are you still like trying to break down the door while he's doing this i guess so she was probably taking a swing and then suddenly the door is gone and she's like Ugh. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna try to attack the old man. You're gonna attack Daniel when on the opener. I don't she think she's really trying to attack anyone, but I guess might, someone is standing in the doorway. Is she flabbergasted by the stream of urine going at her face? <laughs> Maybe, but it might also make her really angry. All right, so Marie, give me a spirit check to see if you like you know if okay. just, if you fail, then you continue on with your rampage and just you know attack. Uh, oh, she has a ma- strong mind. Is that if you make it, then you call them. The, the uh, confusion is enough to calm you down and just make you stand back. Okay, so is my positive strong mind applying? Ah, uh, yes. I have a pair of freeze. That's enough. Yeah. So the urine just like gets you in the face, and you're just, it confuses you enough to be like make you go what? Uh, thanks for saving me. 
Why did you throw urine at me? To confuse you from the bear. A bear might have thought you were one of its cubs, love. What bear? Where's the old man? He has a gun. Yeah, where is the old man during this? <laughs> and, so, uh, and, he, this and he speaks Spanish. Does anyone here know Spanish? <laughs> Yo quiero Taco Bell. And so, yeah, he, he sees you with, you with the axe in the hand. He just sort of like, he points it at you and then he just yells at you, like you know, gestures for you. He wants you to pay for the burritos. Do you give him the axe or do you want to resist that? Uh, I, I hold it to myself in a, a threatening manner. Like, I'm going to defend myself with this axe. All right. So then he points, he aims a gun at you and yells again, just like, drop. He just he yells at you again. I'm going to charge at him like, yeah, and hack his arm off. Okay. Now give me a finesse. Plan. Finesse to see if you can, you know, get out of the way of the bullet in time. Does athletic apply? I mean, I can dodge. Not for this. No, not that it's close. Uh, you, you're not that athletic. I have a pair of fours. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you dodge out of the way of the bullet. Then the, the gun goes off. And they're like, the ricochets off the axe. And then you just bowl past him. And then, like, you know, he's on the ground. Do you attack him? Yeah, I'm trying to hack at his arm so he lets go of the gun. Okay. I'll say, I'll say, give me a. Uh, Brawn check to see how well you can hack at, hack at him. Does healthy body still apply? Mm-hmm. Uh, two pairs, but one is a one pair. But this is my primary. What does that mean? Uh, the one pair ones doesn't count, but the pair twos will get you. I'll say you you manage to get them in the hand and just make them you know, drop the gun. You chop, chop off a couple of fingers. <laughs> All right. I grab so, yeah. the gun as well. So I have like axe in one hand, gun in the other. So yeah, the, the old man is just you know re- yelling at you, just incoherently, and then just you know, clutching his bleeding hand. And I'll say this time, then the final pair of well, actually no, just Heidi comes along, sees this, you know, Marie with a gun and an axe in her hand, an old man bleeding on the ground, Brianna and Daniel hold, standing nearby, just watching the whole thing unfold. Heidi's like, "What is going on? Hark! It's a bear, and it has a gun." Everyone, shut up. This cheater right here was waiting on the mountaintop to claim the prize money. But that will not happen with me. You, all of you, you go back down. I will get this prize and I will make Herman proud. And she like points the gun wildly at people and the axe and just looks menacing. Well, you just need to just just calm down, Maria. It's okay. This is Heidi talking. No, I will not calm down. <laughs> she accidentally shoots uh, in the empty air. Actually, everyone else, give me a uh, finesse check to see if you... And the lowest one uh, gets hit by the bullet. So, Becca, Craig, how'd you do? Uh, nothing, but yeah. Yeah, I also got no pairs. Eight high. Uh, Heidi got an eight high. I, I, I think Brianna has got... Oh, wait, no. Shoot, what's going on here? Just a second. Sorry, my second roll, which was Brianna, got a pair of fours. So both Heidi and Daniel failed. All right, now both of you roll again to see who gets hit by the bullet. Heidi got four twos. Oh, no. Daniel, he got no pairs. Yes, but Daniel has 15 uh, genre points. So guess who's actually getting hit? I'll say yeah. If you spend five, you can you can redirect the bullet onto someone else. <laughs> let's let's go with the the, the big German bear guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she actually <laughs> accidentally shoots the guy beneath her feet. All right, <laughs> all 
All right. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. And then, like, the old, old man, he just like, Ugh! and then, like, out of his, like, dirty robes of, like, you know, rags and stuff, like, out tumbles, like, this old rock. And all of you can definitely see this, like, it's like, it's like, it's a lure to it that you would just captivated by. Crikey. Captivating. <laughs> and, like, Brianna will kind of start singing and going in for the rock. Got my point. <laughs> Marie kneels down, sets aside the axe, and, like, picks up the rock. Maria and Brianna touch it at the same time. And so, yeah, both of when both of you touch a rock, I'll say, both of you, give me a spirit check to see that whoever wins this will feel like a sense of empowerment. Strong mind? Uh, no, not for this. Uh, can't get it. You can't use it on everything. All right, neither of you got anything. Roll again. Somebody has to get something. Brianna got two fours. I also have two fours. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, so, and so I say at this point you definitely see like the glow sort of starts you know, like both both uh, Brianna and uh, Marie sort of like start to glow in like the setting sun, and you know the the glow sort of seems like to flow back and forth between the two of them. Now, both of you give me another roll as you know Daniel and uh, Heidi see this. <laughs> Still nothing. So yeah, the glow just goes back and forth. It's like a it's like a tennis match of a light show. So Daniel, uh, Heidi, what are you two doing while you're seeing this? You know, this contest of wills. I think Daniel's a bit distracted by the the shininess of this rock. Is it shiny or is it just like alluring? It's not really shining anymore. It's not like the glow sort of like passed on. To, it's like passing between Brianna and uh, Marie. So they're just like both standing there holding it. Yes. Daniel's going to put his hand on it, too. Right now, all three of you, give me your spirit rolls. Brian is my master, and I will get this rock for him. <laughs> I got a pair of twos. Oh, fuck, Daniel wins. <laughs> Pat, pair, pair of twos. <laughs> so, uh, can, can I, I actually, can actually um, spend genre points to, like, um, I grab the rock and replace it um, with um, a poisonous snake that he had in his pocket the whole time? <laughs> Sure. Yes. <laughs> I just imagine you like like, like once in a while across this like opening like a pouch like a pouch in your pockets like here have some food and then put closing it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so. Crikey, that was close. That's just like Indiana Jones would have done. And so, I, Brianna, Marie, there's a poisonous snake in your hands. <laughs> Both of you, give me a spirit check to not freak out and have it bite you when you freak out. A strong a mind strong... will apply for this. Yes. Yay! I got a pair of twos. <laughs> pair of sixes. Sweet. Can can I just say, like, Brianna, like, freaks out because she, she could she just be the one who freaks out? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, she freaks out. So, it's like, ah! And then, like, the snake sort of, like, looks back and just bites you. Don't hold on to an ever tight. Oh, oh, okay. And then, like, you know, as you know, Rihanna flings, it just flings the snake off in the distance, way off on the side of the mountain. Now, people, that was a poisonous black mamba, the deadliest snake in all of Africa. That was not a smart idea what that lady did there. Let's see what happens. Uh, shouldn't you, like, suck out the poison? You go right ahead. Brianna has the, she got bit in the neck. She's like, tried to talk, but her neck just keeps swelling up and she, her face starts going purple. Yep. And so unless someone makes like a brain, like medical check, she's going to die. 
Oh no, if only Roland was still here. I know what yes. to do. And so yeah, I'm afraid since no one steps in, we're not just like just you know take voice. Genre point. On top of and the the, the, the the on top of the two you get. So now we're down to the last three. So so Daniel, there you have the rock in your hand, and you feel powerful. You feel like you could, you know, lift. You could, you could bench press a tree if you wanted to. This is the real treasure. Now, what to do with this? What do you think? As he's like is narrating into the GoPro, <laughs> and all of you know, like there is still the the uh, grand prize up at the top of the mountain. You haven't gone to yet. You you do know, like. The you know, sun's going down by this point. The, the rising, the sky's all the, the lit with the orange light. If you want to, you can still make it before the sun comes up to get to the grand prize. Yeah, so, that's definitely Marie's goal. She's is she still uh, like allured in by the rock though? Yeah, she still definitely wants it. But the question is, do you want the rock more? Or do you want the prize more? Oh God, there's like a a, a battle of ideas going on in her head with her coach um, yelling um, very nasty things at her about what to do and she's kind of having a mental breakdown can I do spirit? a role to make her decision? Yeah, spirit role I guess. But what would be win and what would be fail? I would say win would be to go on to get the grand, the prize of the contest and the fail would be to get kill for the rock. I have a pair of fives. That's enough. You tear yourself away from the thing, remembering your lessons with Herman, and you just start treading your way up to the Gotta top. Gotta reach my goal. Gotta reach my goal. Uh, Heidi, do you also go after the, the contest prize or what? Heidi and Bernie will pull themselves away from the rock, and we've we got to win this thing for Roland. Okay. So, yeah, Daniel, what are you doing? Um, he's continuing to um, monologue <laughs> into the camera while holding this rock. and explaining that he now has the mental edge to win this entire contest and he just needs one more thing in order to uh push him over that limit so like he turns his back and you hear his fly and zip and <laughs> okay so after he after daniel refuels all of you give me another set of climb checks have you got a pair of eights i got a pair of sixes all right, so pair, pair of fives. So Heidi is now in the lead with Marie in second, and Daniel in the last. So we're gonna go do this two more times. And whoever's whoever's the furthest at the end of that will get the grand prize. So now it's a race. So give me another uh, roll again. Pair of twos. No matches. Uh, pair of fives. All right, so you know Heidi, you lose your lead, and the other two, you know. Yeah, right, match up right behind you now. It's neck and neck for all of you. One last roll to see who wins the grand prize. Okay, Heidi and Bernie are going to, uh, like, as they're holding on to rocks, kind of, like, purposely pulls harder on looser ones to kind of make it hard for people to follow after her. And Marie, I will spend four genre points, and Marie will pull out her heart reserves that she earned with steroids. And zoom past the other people. How much bonus do I get? Or what do I need to do? So what, you like to like jab yourself in the neck with like steroids or something? Uh, no, she has like uh, this power reserve in her body that she needs to okay. focus on. I'll say that gives you another uh, that gives you another bonus. Okay. 
I only get one pair. Daniel's a lucky dog. He has two pair. All right. Patty only has a pair. A sixes. Okay. I'll say that's the the two pair is puts Daniel just in front of Lee, but with Heidi right behind. So Daniel, you get up to the top peak of the mountain. You're just you're running. You you you're just like like a mountain goat, just like whoo whoo, just like the the rock. You feel like you're invincible now. You have the rock in like a little pouch in one of your many pockets. You're I just, will not lose this. And Marie starts firing at them <laughs> while running. Okay, give me a finesse checks to see if you can avoid it. At three sixes. Three sixes beats two eights, so I'm afraid, you know, Dan, Daniel, you, you, you get shot, but that, like, the, like, you know, the, the, the power you feel with the rock, just, like, you, it's enough to make you just, like, ooh, it slows you down, but it doesn't, doesn't stop you. Uh, I guess he keeps going, then. <laughs> so, Heidi and uh, Daniel, you both, you're, like, neck and neck, and, and you, you see the briefcase at the very top of the peak, where, you know, with, like, you know, a little code on it, with, like, a little camera next to it. And you just like you just you just both die for it. So finesse? Yes. No matches. That's a pair of sevens. All right. So Daniel, wow. you, you, you you trip you trip uh, Heidi on the way there, and then you just like you pick it up and you like hold it over your head. Like uh, I stare back in the camera and say, "Crikey, that was a good race, wasn't it? I was almost going fifteen miles per hour." And um. He'll, he'll open the case, turn on the, the camera um, inside and go, boy, what a great race. That was almost neck to neck. I was going so fast. It was like 15 miles per hour. And say the exact same thing into the, the camera inside the case. All right. Now, all of you, I'll say now we're going to do a bit of a reveal to see who was the one who set all the traps and <laughs> stuff up beforehand. So all of you roll. Actually, who does anyone who wants to be the bad guy to be revealed to be the bad guy? I kind of want Bernie to be the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> we could totally do that if you want. Is how like take, Bernie's a dog. Yeah, so yeah. Have, like, like take off. It's like a it's like a suit almost. And it's like a guy comes out of it. I kind of wanted to be Herman, but he's dead. But this is who did it beforehand. So if I spin genre points, can Herman be the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Done. I'm spinning. I got nine points, so <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, I'll just say like you're you all there. You just and then you know Herman just cu- cu- steps out from like behind a rock and is like, yeah, yeah. reveal your master plan, Herman. <sighs> Where's my Maria? She trails behind and arrives last of the three. <sighs> this this is all for you, and you ruined your chance. You should be ashamed of yourself. You must train harder. All these people died for you, and you failed them all, Maria. I'm disappointed in you. I just, I couldn't. Uh. And she breaks down on the mountaintop, exhausted. Explain, uh, no, Herman, feel, explain how, like, you know, the, the crash plane and the old man with the gun and the expedition and the rock come play into us. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> earlier in his youth, Decades ago, back in the pre-Cold War eras, Herman was a pilot before he became an athletic coach, and he crashed here with his uh, with his co-pilot sometime after one of the wars, and um, Herman escaped, but his co-pilot didn't escape, and Herman left him here to um, for decades to 
basically tend the area. And a few weeks ago, Herman had scaled the mountain in you know a couple hours as he would do, laying uh, traps and messages in order and a and a contest to, to test Maria to see if she really was the best. The rock is really nothing. It's something he found in a sandbox um, somewhere, but I don't know. It's probably a tulpa rock and was empowered by people's belief in it. What else do we need to explain? The old expedition? Oh, the old expedition. Um, yeah. Um, so th- it was actually their belief in the rock that um, was able to fuel the magic power and gave it power. Um, when really um, the expedition, it resorted to preemptive cannibalism because you have to do that before you run out of food. Because if you do cannibalism after you run out of food, you have nothing to supplement it with. <laughs> okay, this is all like, you know, Don Montage flashback style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, while he's montaging, um, Herman is slowly removing uh, layers of clothing. <laughs> okay, what was, what's revealed after he removes the layers? Just more and more layers of, of fur that he's been um, building up over the years, and he's just a really skinny man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heidi, <laughs> Daniel, what's your reaction to all this threat of relations? <laughs> Daniel um, is like a gas, uh, looks at it and it's like, well, we could fix that in editing, right? Right. And uh, he's going to use the remainder of the genre points to um, set up the cameras. Like, all right, we just conquered this mountain. We beat the contest. We've won the rock. Now, there's only one way to go off this. And he jumps off the mountain and a paraglider um, springs forth from his backpack. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, Daniel, danger, danger is just flying off into the sunset. Actually, no, fine off it's night. It's night by this point. So, uh, Heidi, you, your friends are de- your friend is dead. <laughs> you know, all this stuff was just because one man to train a student. What do you do? That's really fucked up, man. That's really... keep Whatever this is, you should just keep it to yourself next time. Birdie, let's go. And we'll <laughs> start going down the mountain in pitch dark. <laughs> Okay, now Herman turns to the camera and dresses like, "Yes, but will they find the traps I laid on the way down the mountain?" As 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 he says that, like he often doesn't see like you know a catapult launching like spikes at Daniel, say hang glider. And I'm gonna end it there. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs, Gameplay, and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general, that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by! 
We hope to see you there.